I am a woman in my mid-40s dating a man 15 years my junior. I'm a beautician, so I take really good care of myself, and most of the time I don't notice the age difference. The other day I found my first grey hair, and it's just brought the reality of this relationship crashing down on me. It seems silly to end our relationship over a grey hair, but at the same time I'm wondering if he will still fancy me once I start to age more. Help. Tune in to the conversation for her. Bye, Bye. This episode was recorded in the pod at White City Place. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Conversation Podcast. It's Priscilla here, and we're coming at you today with another Soft Sister episode, because we know you love it so much, and everyone seems to have so many issues, um, loads of stuff for us to solve. <laughs> um, I'm here today with some excellent conversationalists, some of our usual regular ladies, so if you'd like to introduce yourselves. Hi, it's Ulika. I'm so glad to be doing another Sob Sisters episode because it makes me feel like I'm not alone and I'm not the only person with problems. And <laughs> yeah, just, you know, like helping people. We can sob together. Yeah, we can <laughs> all yeah. cry into our pillows. <laughs> hey guys, it's B. Also love doing these Sob Sister episodes. I love reading the questions when you don't know what's coming. No, mm-hmm. no preparation. It's very exciting. And yeah, it is nice to know you're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome, awesome. So I'm going to ask you a question. Um, well, I'm going to actually ask you two questions. Woo. Oh. Um, <laughs> first question will be, Has any? have you ever had something um, that's like super secret that you should have really kept to yourself, but you have confided in someone about it and did you regret it after? Just in the spirit of sharing. Hmm. Yes. And yeah. happened. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Did it leak? <laughs> or... It wasn't. It wasn't necessarily that it leaked. Like it was more like I I leaked it and I <laughs> leaked. I yeah. Like weird, a journalist. Weird, yeah yeah. <laughs> but I I wiki leaks leaked myself, and I think what happened after that was that um the person then got like really invested in my drama. Right. Oh. I feel you. And um what was perhaps like a passing thing in the moment then became like a, a really big deal because that that person, m- me, and you know, I can be a bit dramatic, <laughs> just a tiny bit, me me being a, a drama queen in that moment and obviously them only having that that small piece of information, like they took they took it to mean like, a, it to mean a whole lot more than it was and then they got really invested in my drama and it became a, a big deal. Oh, B? Yeah, I can't really think of any specific examples, but I'm not great at keeping secrets. Oh, okay. I'm not great. I, I will, I'm good at keeping them, like, I won't go blabbing to the whole town. Right. You know, Just informing the town crier and <laughs> public, publicising it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Just the milkman. Yeah. Just the milkman and the postman. And, you know, <laughs> but I will usually, I'll have, like, a few people. Sorry, we're just staring but at I, this weird guy who's doing a wheelie. And it's just like, <laughs> oh, I missed it. <laughs> like, anyway. Oh, um, yeah, I'll tell it like at least one person, usually, and then I always regret it just because I start. It's not even necessarily that things have backfired or it's come out that I've told it, but I always just feel immediately guilty afterwards mm. and worry that it will come out somehow, and mm. that then I'll assume it was me. Because my mum always says she she gets told a lot of secrets. People seem to confide in her a lot and she never spills it. Because she always says, if I just don't tell anyone, I know that if it ever does come out, I know for sure it was not me. 
who it was, I know for sure it wasn't my fault. Whereas mm-hmm. me, if it ever does come out, I'm like, oh, was that me? <laughs> or was it not? And you never know. And then you feel guilty. So you live, you live life on the edge a little I bit. I know. I do try and keep it in. I keep it in. Oh. Thanks for reminding us to keep our yeah, secrets to ourselves. Right, right. <laughs> Won't be letting B know anything anytime no, soon. <laughs> no. Um, and just a quick, quick one. Do you think there are any things that you should kind of take to your grave that you just shouldn't ever... That, or do you feel like there should be a safe space somewhere on this world for you to say pretty much everything? There are some things, yeah. As in, if somebody tells me, do, do not tell anybody, I never do. If somebody's, uh, if they specifically say that, I will definitely not. And there are some things where I'm like, if you really don't want that to, if you've trusted me with it, then I will usually take it to the grave. Right. Mm. There are some things where I'm like, I don't want to, yeah, not on my back. But if they don't have that, if they don't add that caveat, they're fair game. Yeah. Is that what I remember? Saying? Speak right. to be with a disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. There, there are certain things that I am taking to beyond the grave right beyond the grave into my next life right like there's things that i will i will never tell and that's either because they're my personal secrets and like it ain't nobody else's business Mm -hmm. or um it's a case of that somebody has told me and again i i view that that covenant is very sacred. Right. Like if somebody's told me something in like that strict strict confidence as you were saying be you know like i'm unless Unless it compromises that person's safety. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, all bets are off. I feel, you know, I have to make that decision. But yeah. Yeah. No, I get you. Yeah. yeah therapist rules. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, Basically. Blood on your hands. It's no. Really yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, okay. Great. So we are going to dive in with the Sob Sisters format. Uh, for those of you that are unfamiliar with the format, very briefly, what we do is we have a, I'd like to say a bowl, but we really don't have a bowl. <laughs> we have an imaginary bowl. No, it's absolutely some... a bowl. It's a gorgeous, it's really golden, nice. yes. rounded. Oh, yeah, with... it's, you know, got gems in yeah, it. Yeah, it does. Wow. Yeah, it's okay. really glittery. Gems in that um, bowl uh, in front of us that we are going to then pick out some dilemmas which have been sent in to us because people seem to really value how we answer problems Um, well I'm very honoured and then we'll just kind of tackle each dilemma and pass it around and try and come up with something concrete to say to you obviously these are just our opinions so please don't kind of like you know quit your job or do anything drastic and then say it was a conversation podcast I don't want to catch a kiss so please just try and take this don't take it with a pinch of salt we'll try and be like as you know as advicey really as possible, but just mm-hmm. um, don't do anything drastic, um, please. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's just dive in. So, yes. B, if you want to start us off by grabbing one of our dynamas and reading it out, that'd be fantastic. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <clears throat> I am a woman in my mid-40s dating a man 15 years my junior. I'm a beautician, so I take really good care of myself, and most of the time I don't notice the age difference. The other day I found my first grey hair and it's just brought the reality of this relationship crashing down on me. It seems silly to end our relationship over a grey hair, but at the same time I'm wondering if he will still fancy me once I start to age more. Help. So, for, mid-40s, 15 years. Yeah, he's 25. Okay, I'm not very good at maths. that math. Okay, yeah, <laughs> quick maths. What? Go on. <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't think it's... It, it, 
I know it's, you know, it seems silly is what she's said. Um, it's not necessarily silly because I think stuff like that, if it's affecting you, if it's upsetting you, if it's getting to you, then it's getting to you. It's not silly at all. What I think it would be a shame is to make such a big decision over such a small thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's a case of working through why it is that the grey hair signifies something quite big to her, mm-hmm. um, working through the reasons why that might be, and then working on that. Um, because, But then at the same time, it could be that it's bringing up feelings, other feelings that are there about the relationship anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just a case of working out whether it is just a perfectly valid natural reaction that we that women do have mm-hmm. to ageing um, because we're being told from all corners of the earth that we're not allowed to age in mm-hmm. any way. Um, work out whether it's that or whether it's bringing up questions that you already had deep down mm-hmm. about the relationship mm-hmm. to begin with, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I could feel that. I guess it, it could be something more, more like personal as well. Mm. You know how, like, you maybe she... Like she's got to deal with aging because it's inevitable uh, and then you kind of get with somebody who is much younger than you you might already have insecurities about that mm-hmm. and then it's kind of like this is just more of a like physical representation of the fact that I am older than him mm-hmm. so maybe it's just digging up those insecurities yeah. that you have maybe about the kind of the nature of the relationship because mm-hmm. she's specifically saying you know he is 15 years my junior it's like what's going on here how is he going to take that um, so it could be that and it could also just be you know, some of you just don't like grey hairs yeah. they're just like oh my gosh so it could be just a flash of reality to her yeah, I'm getting old what am I doing maybe she wants kids she might have not had children I don't know there's loads of stuff that can come into play I guess yeah um, lots of facets yeah I mean, in this situation, this kind of reminds me of um, that situation in Sex and the City where Samantha finds, like, a grey hair in her pubes. She's been growing out, like, her her, her pubes because um, her boyfriend at the time, who's a lot younger than her, likes a full bush. <laughs> and um, she finds a grey hair and then she tries to dye it and it all goes, like, it goes terribly wrong. Oh, my gosh. Really, really badly wrong. She went to dye her pubes. Yeah, she went to dye her pubes and, like, they went bright orange. It was a whole thing. And the guy, you know, the guy in the in this episode was like, why? I really just don't care. I just really don't care. Mm. And I think it's been it's been my experience anyway. Like I have a couple of friends who are into older dating, older people and they kind of know what they get. Yeah, yeah, they know mm. what they're getting into. Like they know the school, like they know. And, and, and obviously those those things don't necessarily offset the good parts of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, may, and maybe that could even be what they're attracted to. Like, you just, you know, I don't want to kink shame anyone, but that's like, if you if you have if you have that interest, you're you're into that. It might be just what you're into. So, you saying, oh, the grey hair is might be a turn off for him. It might actually be a turn on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're overlooking that because of your own internalized stuff, rather than actually like speaking to him and see and saying like expressing your concerns. I mean, I don't know how long how long you've been seeing each other or whatever, if you feel like you can say that. But mm. maybe it's just about being open and saying, like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm having this concern. Mm. And then you can, rather than having this whole, like, catastrophizing, having this whole hypothetical situation in your head, like, oh, yeah, you know, he as soon as he finds out that I have grey hairs, he's going to dump me or whatever. It's like, well, why don't you just talk to him about it? Yeah, and address it. Yeah, address it, yeah, head on. Yeah. if he does have a problem then he can kind of let her know because mm-hmm. yeah. I assume he knows how old she is yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I assume yeah, yeah. Um, and unless you know he doesn't understand the inevitability of mm-hmm. of ageing yeah. I assume he is aware of that that that, that will happen mm-hmm. um, and I also think that you know 
<coughs> excuse me, um, she says she's a beautician and she takes really good care of herself. So, you know, the stuff that, you know, she probably has a great skincare routine, her skin's probably looking great, she's probably got really healthy hair, even if it's got a grey hair in it. Like, mm -hmm. if that is something she, that she's worried about, she clearly does take very good care of herself anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. But I think that might also be part of it being... Yeah. It could be that whole... And I'm not saying you're not a MILF or whatever. You want to be called <laughs> or whatever it is. But do you know what I mean? That whole, mm. like, she is 40 but looks 20. Right, I see. Um, and maybe she's been getting that a lot. Because mm. um, I often find if you're... A lot of women that are heavily into kind of, like, beauty and whatever, they have their little regimes, but they're kind of known for looking glorious for their age so yeah. we, so so to speak um so maybe that's also mm -hmm. again a personal insecurity that that might that she feels might spill over mm -hmm. because he might have went and approached her on the basis of thinking she's i don't know half yeah. her age like yeah. the fact that she was an older woman with a younger look yeah. and then now it's like oh i've got gray hair the reality is, is that yeah is that mm. now going to be a thing um i mean you just need to this is I guess a part of you accepting who you are and accepting the stuff that's going to happen to us. I'm not kind of against people doing whatever they want to do to their bodies because it's your body. If you choose to dye your pubes or whatever, <laughs> that's your own problem. But I do think it's very important for us to kind of love the the case we've been given in terms of our bodies um, because they're very special and you know, they have taken us to where we are right now. And if you're 40 and still doing your damn thing and pulling 25 year olds, then, you know, you must be, you must be fabulous. Yeah, and you can't exactly. place your worth and value on one gray hair. Mm -hmm. exactly. Dye them all gray and flick that hair. Yeah, exactly. And I sort of feel like this is something really, we can't say if he will still fancy you. Mm -hmm. Like we, yeah. I, I don't know. Because um, the reality is, he may not. Mm -hmm. Some people, like, he might be shallow and not like... Exactly. Not like this or not like that or whatever. You know, you, you never, we, we don't know. But you won't know until you talk to him about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and if that is the case and he doesn't like grey hair, better to find that out now. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. than, than later down the road. And better to find that out now rather than... And, and not go through all the effort of covering it up because, yeah. you know, you're worried about that or... Whatever it whatever it may be, that mm -hmm. I should just speak to him about it because he may turn around and go. Actually, yeah, as you say, that's mm -hmm. actually eternal for I me. There's a reason why I'm, you know, dating somebody who is older. Yeah, mm. thank God, <laughs> finally. <Yeah. laughs> um, we never know. Yeah, yeah, you never know till you ask. And like you're right, you, we don't know what he's going to say. I don't know this and guy. Regardless, you know. Mm, okay, see ya. Next yeah. one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, there'll be another. 25, 8 year old, you know, there's lots of them. There are plenty. Knocking about, you know. So, yeah. So, yeah, I guess our little um, bit of advice for you is to not fear what you don't understand or what you haven't kind of tried to understand. Ask him, maybe present it to him, but also dig deep, I guess, in yourself and maybe review why that's an issue for you. Yeah. Um, and as I said, if, if it is the case of, you know, you've kind of been known as that. 40 year old looking 20 um, you need to just accept the fact that life happens mm -hmm. and you're still fabulous and you should be grateful that you're breathing and you're healthy and you're living your, your life mm -hmm. um, there's worse things that could happen to exactly. you exactly than a grey hair um, so yeah as my mum would say it's a sign that you're living and it's a mm. sign you're alive um, and that's something we can't take away from any of ourselves so hey oh, love that yeah? that's great 
Cool. Okay, if you get Zuli to pick the next one out of the magic bowl. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, it's upside down. Great start. Ahem. My partner isn't working and hasn't been working for around 10 months. I'm bridging the gap, but don't want to anymore. What do I do? Oh, that's so hard. I mean, I have been in this situation. Me too. I have been in that situation, both sides. So I've been the one bridging the gap and I've been the one not working. And it isn't fun either way you slice it. Mm. It is not fun either way you slice it. I mean, bridging the gap, like how, you know, I think a lot of that is like, how much are you bridging the gap? Is it like you're paying for everything or is that person, does that person have like a savings fund or like a fuck it fund where they, they are paying their half or maybe a little bit less than their half and you are, you know, making up the rest. Mm. I think that's really, um, that's kind of important because it just helps you to put it into perspective. Like, and th- does that person also pull their weight in other ways? Mm-hmm. Like, are they taking over stuff in the house? Are they, um, do you see that they're trying to look for a job? And managing things around the home, you know, are there is the, is the distribu- are the distributions of tasks still um, still balanced, even though you are the one paying for things? And is it a case of that they perhaps, you know, if you see them not trying as hard to find a job, are they doing something else? Are they pursuing a, a dream or goals? Like, what's the circumstances around them not working? Mm. Mm, no, I completely agree. I do feel though that. Um not that I'm saying it wouldn't have been a dilemma, but uh, if that person was maybe doing that, you'd feel that effort mm, as true. to like writing in. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because I've been in a situation in the sense of like being the person who's bridging the gap. And I think one of the big issues we have in general in society is um, kind of making it seem as if finance or money talk is not important, yeah. uh, when it really is. Uh, it, it plays such a massive part in how we function and how we do our everyday. If you're working at a job and having to pay for two people, and that's not your child or your pet or something <laughs> that's like, you know, voluntarily yours, mm-hmm. um, then it can really put a massive wedge in a relationship. I know mm. that when I, I was doing it, I just, I started to resent him. Mm. And um, I didn't, yeah, I did. I started to resent him. And it was because there was none of that that you're saying as well. Yeah, It was a very kind of, oh, I'm going to feel sorry for myself, but not backed with as much action as I believe they could have given. Okay. Um, I didn't like my job, but I had no choice, you know? Yeah. Um, and sometimes I don't like that feeling of, oh, well, I'm going to just laze around and work out what works for me while you make that sacrifice to bridge for me. Um, I think some people do find themselves in that situation a lot. And we need to not pretend like money is not an important conversation. Um, and I don't, I'm not saying that I want people want my partner to not feel like they can rely on me but I do think it's important to, to hold yourself accountable for your life mm-hmm. um, and your finances separate yes. um, I, I personally that's what I feel mm. yeah I mean I mean it's been shown that not talking about money and not talking about finances is like one of the biggest yeah. causes of divorce and 100%. breakup of relationships mm-hmm. yeah. so if this person hasn't spoken to their partner about this yet that's that would be why I say the number one thing mm. not to accuse them of anything and not to just to say this is getting difficult um and I assume from the question that this means that they're living together and so and so they're sharing mm. a lot of the stuff um 
but as you say like maybe they if you don't if you don't actively speak about money in your uh, relationship mm. they might not even be realizing that it is a strain mm. unless you both do take the time every couple of weeks to sit down and talk about finances and mm. to go this is how much we're spending on this, this is how much mm. we're spending on this this is how much i actually now get to take home from my actual paycheck because of all the stuff they might not even be aware of it because mm. um, some you can be not lacking in self-awareness when it comes to other people and their money situations mm. i think you assume if you're in a relationship with somebody that they will understand you know how much money you're getting and how much money you're spending and mm. what money means to you mm-hmm. but you might place a, a greater value on money or you might see it as you, you need money to do X, Y, Z, and they might not know that. Mm. Um, so I think the first thing to do is to, to, have, to have that conversation, especially because I do think, you know, 10 months is, is a long time. Um, it is. Yeah, it's coming it on to really a year yeah. Um, yeah. Of, of looking after another person with one paycheck, and I don't know how much they're on, obviously, yeah. mm-hmm. but I can imagine that's difficult no matter what. So, yeah, yeah I think conversation. Conversation. Chat about it first and foremost. Yeah. And, and then like, go from there. Yeah, mm. sorry to cut you off there. Um, and like they said um, on the dilemma, they're like, I don't want to anymore. Mm. And that's a really big thing to not want to. You know, sometimes you help people out and it's, you don't feel the pressure of doing it. Yeah. Because it's like, but listen, he or she is grinding. They're da 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 So I feel a sense of like, yeah, go you. The moment it starts to become a bit of a chore, it's like... Or you can sense the complacency. It's like, you know, I do know that there's two sides to these arguments because you could have someone who's really trying or find it difficult. Even when you're trying sometimes to, to secure a job can be really, really hard. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's a struggle in itself. But, you know, if you do have a partner who is complacent mm-hmm. and you're splitting, you know, I've been in that situation where I'm splitting my my paycheck and it's not it's not fun no. the relationship does become a bit strained mm. um you feel like you'll be insensitive if you bring up money mm. because it's like they don't have money so what do you want them to do about it mm. um yes yeah, it's, it's really hard yeah i wonder if the per- if the uh, their partner has any other form of support system mm-hmm. um that they can count on perhaps because i do think yeah the the key in that question really is I don't want to anymore. No. You don't want yeah. to, then you don't want to, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Um, and you may feel that you're being selfish by saying that, or you may feel that, um, you know, it's not fair on your partner to say that you don't want to do it anymore. But if you don't, you don't. You don't. No, you, they don't, the partner doesn't deserve, like, they don't deserve it. The, the like, I don't know what I'm trying I'm no saying, one's entitled to yeah, your money. They're not entitled thing. to yeah. it just yeah. because if you don't want to do it anymore, you don't, and yeah. that's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, yeah, so I think maybe, again, have that conversation and see if there's somebody else who can maybe take the burden for a bit mm-hmm. and, and share the load. Um, so even even if it's you're helping with half mm-hmm. of yeah. the money that they need and someone else is doing the other half, even mm-hmm. that is will lighten the load for you, mm-hmm. um, if that is possible. If possible. Yeah. Get them to sign on. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, I th- well, I mean, not that that's that much. Mm. <laughs> no, but it's something. It's something, you know, something's yeah. Something's better than yeah. just mm-hmm. my pocket. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing as well. Like, it's, you know, I'll go back to this about contributing in other ways. Mm. Um, is it a case of that this person is very locked into one idea of how they should be working? Right. And then maybe you're trying to encourage them to, like, okay, so maybe in the meantime... 
say they're like a a journalist okay so maybe in between you looking for your your amazing job at the bbc could you do cleaning or bar work or like you know go part-time at tesco or whatever Mm -hmm. like are are you are, are they actually physically able to do these other things or is it like an ill health thing and then Mm -hmm. you are just really feeling the pressure because I don't really think there's anything wrong with that either like Mm -hmm. if if the other person is if your partner is unwell and you're bridging the gap and you just cannot do it anymore I, I you know I think we have a lot of we have some weird rules in our society where some you know looking after your partner at the expense of yourself mm-hmm. is sort of expected mm-hmm. and sometimes you just cannot do it mm-hmm. and and it starts to affect your mental health and then you're both unwell and then where can you go from there you can't you know the, the only way to go from there is down yeah so it, it's a very um are there other things that that your partner can be doing to earn money while they look for their dream job mm. I mean, even if it's just doing like odd jobs, odd jobs, yeah. You go on kind of um, Gumtree or next door or one of those, yeah. And you can always pick up a kind of, even if it's a one one off job for a couple mm. of hours doing X Y Z. Yeah. There's usually something. Yeah. And then yeah, contributing in uh, as much as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To the best of your ability. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Effort is so beautiful. Yeah. Like honestly, I'd prefer it to anything. But whilst money is great and stuff, and this is obviously about finances, but effort you can't take away from someone that's trying. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it looks good as well. You know, when yeah. you like this person is just coming up with all sorts and just trying, um, it makes everything more worthwhile for you. You just know that they're not taking you for granted. Whoops. Thought we had a. Uh, tea all over the floor, no, but it's no, not. No, we don't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just effort's just a beautiful thing. When someone's trying, there's nothing better than being able to vouch for them and say, you know what, regardless of everything, I know that he or she or that you know that they're doing what what they can. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And there are several different ways in which you can, like as I said, apply for. Um, job seekers apply for whatever you can no these things are not loads but it could help um, pride needs to be put in the bin for mm. both of you you need to say look for me this is really difficult and for you this is really difficult but both of us are going to need to find a way to make this work um, you know let's cut our shopping in half as well so that we can maybe save as well for, for a rainy day and if you try to do this and maybe you can cook and we can start putting stuff in the freezer I don't know just come up with stuff mm-hmm. um, you've, you've got both that's that support in my eyes, anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> that was so good. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. insane. Oh, <laughs> harmony and everything. Oh, um, girl band. Girl so, love it. Love it. So, do we have any other bits of advice for this person in terms of what you think they should do, Salika and B? Um, I think that they should um, look. I think that they should make a list. Right. I think that they should make a list of pros and cons about, like, ways... Well, not necessarily pros and cons, but ways that maybe their expectations are affecting the reality of the situation. Right. Because sometimes what happens is you, you you have the expectation, but you're not there. Obviously, if you're at work, you're not there every day. You don't see them, what they're doing. Yeah. You know, you don't see the way. So, like, maybe ways that your expectations are affecting how your, your perspective on the situation. And then... Um, also look at how you can talk to your partner about it mm. in a way that is not like blaming and point, finger pointing but actually like constructive yeah love mm-hmm. that B 
Yeah, I would agree. Conversation, first and foremost. Conversation. Con- a conversation. Of <laughs> 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 a conversation. And I think, yeah, again, yeah, don't go into it blaming or accusing or whatever. Go into it just with a complete, let's talk about mm-hmm. where we're at 10 months down the line. Yeah. Um, where, you know, see what their expectations are. And again, yeah, see if maybe we can temper some of the expectations if it is that they're trying to get into a, a, a an industry that is very difficult to get into um, and have a conversation about maybe even kind of go, you know, if it is a case of trying to get into an industry that they, they're, they're banging their head against the wall and it's a difficult one, talk about maybe, okay, how much longer can we do this right. until, you know, how much longer are you going to plan? Is it, in, is it indefinite that you're going to try and get into this industry or is it you're going to try for the next two months or whatever mm. um, to see where everyone's at on the, on the timeline of things. Yeah, that's a really good point. And then, yeah, and then I think maybe talk about, okay, if you're not going to be able to contribute financially at this point or for this many weeks or whatever, this is what I would like in exchange or to, to help me out. Right. Mm, you know, food being cooked or the shop or uh, this cleaning, this whatever. Obviously, I'm assuming they're not already doing that, but... Uh, they might be doing that but just yeah having a conversation about it in a sense that you can say you know look how much I am spending on this it's yeah. a lot I'm struggling what, yeah. are we gonna, what are we going to do about it together mm, exactly yeah no, I get that that's a those are valid points mm. and I hope you take um the advice that we've given you on that yeah. one and mm-hmm. hopefully this mess can sort itself out because yeah. money is no joke mm. um let's not pretend like it is no okay so I've got another one, probably going to be our last one today. Um, So, there's a girl who grew up in our circle of friends and was taken in as the little sister of the group. She ended up sleeping with one of the married men in the group. She accidentally told us during a boozy trip um, his wife was not present and then came back feeling guilty and told the wife directly. Should she have told her? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh, I was sitting here like, um... Yikes. There's a right thing to do, then there's a right thing to do. You know, when it comes to, like, infidelity, I, I, I struggle. Mm, I do as well. I struggle. Yeah. And I think we spoke about it briefly on yeah. another Sob Sisters episode, um, kind of about uh, a situation that I found myself in, <sighs> um, and not necessarily knowing how to navigate, um, or do you inform them? And Zalika brought up some really valid points as to, like, what ultimately do you want to gain? And I think... Um, especially in our society, we kind of gear things t- towards a direction that makes us feel better, mm-hmm. and, but making it seem as if we're doing it for the right reason. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's actually yeah, yeah. not. It's more like, I've covered bases because I'm a feminist and I've told you and now you deal with your mess because <laughs> I'm going to inject myself out of the situation. Yeah, yeah see ya. Yeah, it's like, see yeah. ya. Uh, yeah, it's like taking the shit on the desk and then back. Yeah, yeah, like, so you deal with that <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, Enjoy yeah. your relationship, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But wow. then it doesn't make the action right. It doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't say that you know that this person should not then inform their wife because it's something that could be go still going on with other women. But yeah. whose place is that? Like, at mm. what point is that your? I don't. I just don't know. I don't know when it comes to things like this. I think it's case yeah. by case. Yeah, I infidelity is cheating is such. I find it very difficult. It's very confusing. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's as clear cut as people make it out to be. No, it's not at all. Um, and I mean, I think. The person, it, if if I was the, the wife, again, would I want to? Yes, I probably would want to know. 
but who would do I want to tell me? Know? Yeah. I don't know who I'd want to tell me. Do you actually think you want to know? Like, out of interest? Yeah. Really? If, if I was married... Uh. Like, what would you prefer? <laughs> like, the bliss of not knowing... Because this is the thing that I've, I've come to realise, especially over this year, especially with that situation, which was very small in comparison to what, to what some people deal with. But, like... I think I sat down and I was like, wow, you know, sometimes ignorance is actually bliss. Yeah. I tell you why I would want to know if I was the wife in this scenario. Yeah. Because now everyone else knows. Right. Yeah. Then you feel like you're take, being taken for a fool if you then found out later down the road True. that, like, ten people found out. Because you said it was on a trip. Yeah. Ten people found out before you. Yeah. Then I'd be mad. Yeah. I'd be annoyed. I agree. If no one else knew it was just the, the, the person and my partner... And me, then, then it would be a bit different. But yeah. I think the moment there's other people involved and they all know as well, it's like. But the thing is, you don't know if they, if you wouldn't know no, that they you know. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know when they knew, unless that became a conversation yeah. as to who else knows. And know. if the boys, as, as in the husband's friends, might mm. have known, um, because I find sometimes guys can be very yeah. open with things like that. Like, oh, I'm. Um, yeah. I'm, I think I'm, I would want to know. Yes, yeah? I've, I've decided. <laughs> I would want to know because I think it would be a case of then clearly there was, there was something that was on offer to my partner mm. that they wanted, but they didn't uh, talk to me about it. That for me is something mm. that should be a conversation first. If yeah. a partner goes, do you know what, actually, I am feeling feelings for this person, then okay, maybe we can talk about maybe we should be in an open relationship or maybe we should take a break or maybe we should X, Y, Z. Then you talk about the options that mm. are there because there are plenty of options mm. in a relationship if your partner starts feeling feelings for somebody else. Yeah. So many options. Yeah. Yeah. But I would like to be present in the decision-making yes. to yeah. see it before they go off and do something so that I can say either, yes, I'm feeling okay with that. Yeah, okay, let's let's do an open mm. thing. Let's mm. be polyamory. Let's try polyamory. Let's try this. Let's try that. Um, or actually, right now, I'm not feeling that. Let's not do that then that's fine. So I'd want to know first. And that's why... Because then, if they didn't feel like they could talk to me about that, then maybe that's something that's a problem in our relationship, mm. communication-wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then maybe that's grounds for termination. Yeah. Potentially. Yes. No, it is. Sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, I think I think in... I think with any kind of... Any of these situations, for me, what is really important is why why it happened and why I'm being told. So for the sake of argument, like, perhaps, you know, why did it happen? And why, why did this, why did this, um, you know, this little sister of the group feel <laughs> like quite it... Quite a sister. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, like, why, why did this person feel like it was okay to get drunk and then just blab it? You know what I mean? If that, because that to me shows a disregard for two things. A disregard for, like, the friendship that we have... In terms of, you know, if you're if you're all friends and you're telling everybody else, as you said, B, before you're telling me, you are disregarding our friendship first and foremost. You've disregarded our friendship twice now by having this one night or, you know, by sleeping with my husband. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing is that you've told everybody else, you've done me the discourtesy, oh. dis- the discourtesy of airing my dirty laundry before I even know I have any dirty laundry. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that's like, that's a big, that would, for me, would be a big, big deal. And then the second thing is, okay, so you've now only told me 
because you've told everybody else and you're scared it's going to come out. Yeah. And for me, that is like a, that's a big thing. And obviously in that situation, you know, like you have to really think about why you're telling people. Was it like you felt so guilty or was it bragging? Yeah. Was it bragging? Was it, oh, you'll never guess what. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, was it that? And, you know, like, as you said, B as well, you know, if everybody else knows, you can bet that in that kind of situation, people are behind their hands whispering. Oh, and you, sure. feel, you feel a vibe and you don't quite know what's going on. And then mm. if nobody tells you, then you're just walking around, like, kind of feeling yeah. this weird, shameful feeling, but not mm. quite understanding why. Like and else is in on the joke. Yeah, yeah, not. exactly. And you're the butt of it as well. Mm. And then at the end of that, yeah, you get told this secret. I mean, like personally, in that in this situation, I would want to know because of those those reasons. But mm. I think in other situations, like if you if you cheat on your partner, um, you kind of have to you have to be the one to live with that guilt. I think yeah. why why are you telling them? If you're telling them to stop feeling guilty, trust me, telling them will not stop that guilt. No, it won't stop that guilt. So why are you telling them? Yeah. Be ready to kind of have the steps of how you want to yeah, move exactly. forward with that. Yeah, um, mm. I, I think the the big thing that comes to me, maybe I'm just my ego. I don't know. It's just the embarrassment. Mm. I, I like I would not know where to put my face. Yeah, because everybody knows about it. As mm-hmm. you said, they all knew about it before before um, she did. That's your friendship circle as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's known as the little sister, and now all of a sudden, without your permission you're the topic of conversation. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows now. And you know that's going to go beyond that group because that's however many people. Yeah, exactly. um, it's like, I just, I don't, you know, then it's like how they're looking at my husband and now I feel the pressures of having to split up when maybe I could have, as B said, worked it out. Or whatever. Exactly. So it's, it's really difficult. But I do think that there are loads of people who think that they want to know the truth but can't handle the truth Um, I think that cheating is one of the as B rightfully said it's not as black and white as we make it Mm. I think that there's several different you know modes of like motivation Mm -hmm. um, and they should all be taken into consideration and I think it should actually be discussed out like blankly and and with facts as Mm. opposed to just because often it's a person that's being cheated on that's highlighted as a victim when sometimes um you know, it could be the person who's in the relationship that's actually causing the pain, um, mm-hmm. or the person that was cheated cheated on that's actually like the. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like yeah. it's really difficult because where do you put the put the blame? People try to act like sex is something that's not. Um, it's like a conversation that shouldn't happen, um, or it's like unwritten. Uh, you have to. This this is all communication. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So how how do you? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, in her she asks um was was she right to tell the wife um and i think i think it was right for the wife to know i don't think necessarily it was this woman who should have asked mm. who should have told i think it was on the back of the husband I personally agree. Agree. um because i think you know <clears throat> people always it's always that thing about all oh, the home wrecker yeah exactly. like, well somebody opened the door uh-huh. so i always think in the relationship the person who who cheated um, or who is in the relationship? They're the one who's got the relationship with that woman, the the romantic contract, as it were, yes. and the the romantic monogamous contract, which 
you know, which you talked about when you first started dating, we're now exclusive. Mm. You're the ones who have that contract. You don't have that contract with your friends. Mm -hmm. You don't sit down and go, oh, you're never going to sleep with my husband. That doesn't happen. So in terms of um, getting very... It's kind of a given. (laughs) Yeah, it is kind kind of a given. given. But as in you're the one, the... the, um, the the relationship contract as it were is with mm. your partner yeah and i think they're the ones then who should come to you and say i've done this because it's with them yeah that's and then then and then the conversation with the friend Separate. is a different thing mm-hmm. for later yeah. okay now we'll deal with you in a moment and yeah. we'll talk about where this friendship's going but at the moment it's about the relationship with your partner that should be the first thing that is happening because it shouldn't be a case of you know you should work through the my partner cheated on me first mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. your partner only. Mm-hmm. Then you can talk about, and who was it with? Ah, okay. Hello. Mm-hmm. Hello, little friend. Le- hello, little sister. Yeah. Let's now, le- we'll, now we'll have a chat. And you do that separately. It shouldn't, it's messy to just do it all at once, I think. Yeah, very. It's messy. And I think it's the husband's r- should ha- face up to that difficult conversation himself. Yeah. First. But B, I think you're right about the contract thing. I might start yeah. getting my friends to um, sign a contract. <laughs> yeah. I will I not. My I can see your uh, philosophy degree coming out there. Literally, John Stuart is... Mill and the social contract. <laughs> who, who can hold the pen? <laughs> on a, Yeah, that's a yeah, contract theory, guys. Yeah, I'm fun. I'm really fun at parties. Um, <laughs> I think it's fun. I got it. Yeah, thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it is very interesting, though. Isn't yeah, it? It who is. do you have contracts with in a, yeah. in a, in a society? Yeah. Who do you um, kind of deserve? What do you deserve to do to people, mm-hmm. essentially? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Written and unwritten. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Can I just make a point about this before we, we sign off? There's no mention of the husband there never is though <laughs> like what but there never there's, is there's no mention of like the husband and like we all hate him now or anything you know like oh you know we are uh, the other the other because obviously they're all in a group of friends so like are the are the are the other husbands shunning the cheating no. husband no. like what's happening here because like you said priscilla it, there never is a mention of that like yeah. he he just gets to skate by yeah and all of the responsibility and the blame yeah falls on this little sister of the group. Yes. And, you know, it's kind of like the Scarlet Letter. Yeah. She's bearing the brunt of it, but it's like, it takes two people to have sex. Yeah. You know, and I'm assuming it was consensual. Yeah. It takes two people in that situation for that to happen. So why then is, you know, even the way you've written that, you know, maybe everybody needs to think about how you then relate to the husband. Like, are you are you going to actually stay friends with this man yeah Mm. I I do think though that not every situation but in a lot of situations Mm. um, some men get away with um, in like the men male female kind of dynamic they get away with not it's not that there's not consequences because sometimes there are Mm. um, and divorce might be on the card separation might be we don't know I just think that as you said you know it's not there and um, mm. I remember watching a show once and the guy had cheated, cheated on his wife multiple times. Um, and oh, the guys were talking to her and saying, you know, we just want to advise you to just kind of like stop moaning about it. It's time to move on. And I find it really interesting how the boy <laughs> had his back. Like mm. it was, he'd done it, but we get it, you know, mm. and you just need to kind of get over it, stop complaining. Mm. Um Dynamics and expectations are very different standards, yeah. especially in certain communities as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got to remember that some yeah. people deal with stuff um, in different ways, depending yeah. on who holds the the right to complain. It's, it's true. Yeah. The complicity. Mm. Yeah, because I realised that I read this question 
wrong in my mind when I was thinking of the scenario with all the moving parts. I realised that I was thinking of it as like a girls group, like a group of female friends where the wife was there and then the little sister slept with the wife's husband. But I realised the husband is the one in the group and the wife is nece- not necessarily... Yeah. The, the mm-hmm. husband was the one who was... Who's which I mean, not group. that it changes necessarily mm-hmm. the situation, but now I've realised it's not even that the little sister was going to speak to you know, one of her female friends. Yeah. yeah. She's speaking to somebody who maybe she's not even necessarily even friends with. And yeah. then it's even more like, well, yeah. wild. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah ah, speak to exactly. the man who's your friend first, maybe. Yeah. Or speak, you know, oh, messy. You messy, messy, it's very messy. messy, messy. Very messy. Very yeah. messy. I think, um, I don't know what we want to say, maybe one line to just wrap that up in terms of what you think she should have done. Do you agree that she should have or should she not have? It's a more complicated one. Yeah. Yeah. I think I agree that she... In that, do I agree? I think, firstly, it's none of my business, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my business if I agree or not. She did it. Um, you know, it's done. It's out there. None of my business, really. But um, I think the wife deserved to know, but I don't think it should have come from the woman who cheated on her husband her husband I think Mm. maybe I think it should have come from the husband and she shouldn't have told the group of friends first but then again you do weird things when you're drunk so you know who am I to say who am I to cast judgment true true I think that personally in that situation I would have said to the person that I cheated with I think you need to tell your wife Mm. And if you don't, within this certain, you know, give them a bit of an ultimatum sometimes, you know. If you don't, I will. <clears throat> because, I, you know, this isn't sitting right with me. And they're going to find out. Somebody's going to tell them. Yeah. If it's not us, it's going to be somebody else in a really horrible situation. And wouldn't you rather it come from you? Yeah, damage control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awful. I think I, yeah. It's, it's definitely more loaded than what we can kind of say what you should have done I mean who's to say what you should and should not have done Mm. I just think it's one of those situations where this is what happens when there's just just a lack of regard for people's emotions and 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 their their position as well it's like nobody wants to respect anyone Mm. anymore to do what we like um I would have I would have dealt with that in a different way and I definitely think that should have come from the husband I think he in fact should be right at the front yes (laughs) yeah yeah. um instead of it being a little ladies natter in the back um (laughs) he needs to be take take it to the top of the hill personally I think and yeah. dealt with properly but hey we, <laughs> I digress <laughs> I um yeah that, that's been, it's been an interesting had an interesting pool of um things to deal with there mm. ladies and it's been very interesting is there any particular one that stood out for you mm. I mean we've got the the work one with the money we've got this one that we've just dealt with with the infidelity and then we've also got the the grey hair yeah, just a lot of partners <laughs> potentially causing problems. <laughs> it's either money, grey hair, mm. or there's always something. Yeah, it's yeah. There's always going to be sort of like you know the path yeah. to true love and all that. Never yeah. did, you know. There's always something. It doesn't run smooth. <gasps> well, oh what gosh. can we do? We've all got our issues. Um, I might end up writing in for someone to answer my soft sister um, dilemma. To be honest, yeah, um, we've all got yeah, Same. we've all got one thing or the other to deal with. Um, thank you so much for sending over some of your dilemmas. We mm-hmm. love being able to engage and read more and yes. kind of gossipy type thing. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you are so open. You, That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so amazing. It's great. It's good to get like another perspective as well because we don't yeah. know them. You know, sometimes maybe if they're 
talking about this in their circle, they're just getting a similar type of response. Mm-hmm. Um, but when mm-hmm. it's like us, we can do look at it from different yeah. angles true. people say what they want what they know the other person wants to hear as well yeah mm-hmm. true true exactly yeah well that's been the conversation podcast sob sister episode um please stay connected you can find us on social media at women of power uk all of our podcasts are available on itunes soundcloud and spotify so please do gig- google oh, giggle <laughs> google <laughs> us um and conversation is spelled c-o-n Oh my gosh, I couldn't spell. I was going to say C O N H. Ah. What's going on? C O N V E H E R S A T I O N. You can pause that if you want, and I'll spell it again. C O N V E H E R S A T I O N. It's been real. Thank you so much, Priscilla. I'm leaving the building. Well, I'm not really leaving, but nah, you know. Yeah, you know bye. Bye. You just left <laughs> here, don't you? Yeah, it's just me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're like puppets. We just corner. sort of like yeah. turn off and then come back on whenever like it's time for the podcast. So uh, yeah, this is Zulika signing off. Uh, yeah, this is B. Sayonara. It's been real, ladies. Thank you. Ciao. Ciao.